Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm your host, Taylor Karg, marketing content writer at AmericanEagle.com. Today's episode is all about WordPress, but we're going to take a look at the platform through a marketing lens. We'll talk about what WordPress is, its benefits, and how to determine if the platform is right for you. So to do that, I have here with me WordPress expert and Scrum Master at AmericanEagle.com, Landon De Pasquale. Thank you for having me, Taylor. Thanks for being here, Landon. Can you introduce yourself a little bit, kind of, you know, your experience in the industry, how long you've been at the company and what you do for us here? Sure. So my background with WordPress, I actually started working on WordPress sites back in 2005, 2006. So back when it was still just a little blogging platform that you (laughs) built out using PHP templates, it's obviously come a long way since then. (laughs) I've been with American Eagle for about two and a half years. I'm a scrum master here. I have my PO certification and manage some of our enterprise WordPress accounts. So focused more on big scaled implementations of WordPress to really large organizations. So for us marketers who aren't really sure what scrum master means, can you explain that a little bit? (laughs) So the way I like to describe this is if you imagine that your developers are the talent, right? They're your kind of Hollywood people that you're there to keep happy. The Scrum Master's job is to keep the talent happy. So my job is to manage the team and make sure that they're working as efficiently as possible to get the most out of them. So it's not just, okay, what are we working on and, and how do we do that? But how do I keep my team working in the most effective way so they feel like they're achieving what they want to, which ultimately leads to really happy, really effective developers that do really great work. Oh, awesome. I mean, it sounds really cool and it kind of sounds like a project manager of the sorts, but a it little is. more developer focused. So it's it's a project manager, but then who really cares about the team and okay. how the team works and, and how they function. So. I'm interacting with the client, but I'm also running through tickets with the team and making sure they have what they need. I'm unblocking them. That's a big part of this is making sure that our developers are focused on just developing. And then when they have questions, when they have issues, when something comes up, my job is to remove those blockers out of their way so that they can keep working. And that generally leads to happy developers when they can focus on development and don't have to do all the other stuff they don't really want to do. Awesome. Well, I mean, you learn something new every day because I (laughs) didn't really know what a Scrum Master was. So bringing it back to today's conversation, it's going to be an interesting one because in all honesty, I myself don't know much about WordPress. What I do know is that it's an open source content management system or CMS for short, and it's a hosting platform. I also know that it's one of the most preferred CMSs in the entire world, but I'm not totally sure why that is. So I'm glad you're here with us today to share all of your WordPress knowledge, and I think I can learn as well as our customers and our listeners, a thing or two about the platform and how it can help us marketers to make our lives easier. Yeah, absolutely. We know that it's an open source CMS and it's extremely popular worldwide, but let's talk about the platform itself. Can you tell me about it in layman's terms? Yeah, so WordPress, as you mentioned, is an open source CMS. So what that means is is that WordPress is a little bit unique in that the code base for it is completely open. Anyone can write code for it, anyone can contribute to it, anyone can take that code fork it and start working on it themselves. So it's completely open for anybody. The other thing that's interesting about WordPress is, though it is a content management system and it started out as a blogging system, as I mentioned previously, it is really a full-fledged web platform. You really can do 
a lot of really interesting things with WordPress. And so when we think of a CMS, oftentimes we think about the back end where you put in content, and that's certainly where WordPress shines. But there's a lot to WordPress that's much more in-depth to what it's capable of doing. And I think that's why it's become so popular. It isn't just one tool. It's a very flexible tool that you can use in a lot of different ways to do a lot of different things. So when you mean anyone can start coding on WordPress, so is that, you know, you like sign up via the platform and you start using it and then you can just within the website, just do whatever you want to it? Yeah. Depending on what you want to do, it can be something as simple as taking a local copy of WordPress, start running it on your own computer and start building out pages. And then when you decide that you like those pages and you're ready for the world to see those pages, you can connect with a hosting platform. WordPress VIP is a popular one for enterprise clients. We also partner with WP Engine. They're a very popular one for WordPress hosting as well. And what you do is you can then push that website out online and it's out there for everyone to see. But what's so cool about that is that it's the sort of thing that you don't need a developer involved to do things like managing content, updating images. Most very simple brochure sites can be built without getting a developer involved. And that's, I think, why it's become so popular. Yeah, I was just going to say that's probably the reason why it's so popular worldwide is that you don't need a developer to do all of those things. Write content, create pages. Are there specified like templates or design layouts that you can use too? Yeah, so the way that WordPress is structured is it uses what's called the Gutenberg block editor. So this is a way of taking chunks of content and rearranging them on the page. And what you get out of the box with WordPress is relatively simple. There are some things that you can do to make modifications and customizations, but that's where if you want to do very complex designs, you get a front-end developer involved or a full-stack developer involved to help you bend WordPress to what you want it to be. That's part of that flexibility piece is that WordPress is simple enough that you can spin up a site yourself and just do it. And if you don't need any particular functionality, just a regular person can do it. But if you are in a situation where you want something that's very particular or designed in a specific way, you can get a developer involved who will be able to help you with all of the visual aspects of that and really bring it into line with what you're wanting. So I think that's, again, coming back to the popularity, it's popular because it's really flexible. You can have it as simple or as big and complex as you want it to be. Awesome. So what would you say are the benefits of using WordPress and how do you know if it's the right platform for your business? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think you're a marketer, Taylor. Yep. Um, so imagine a situation where you're working, maybe you're working at a little marketing firm, right? And you're writing the content. And that usually means you're also sourcing images for the blog posts that you're going to put up. Mm -hmm. And your goal is to get out, let's say, two or three blog posts a week. What WordPress allows you to do is, without any coding, without any backend, write that content directly into the editor so you don't have to write it somewhere else and copy it in. It's a great editing platform. You can edit it right in there. You can put your imagery right in there. And then you can publish your blog. You don't have to go through a developer. You don't have to go through a lot of hoops to get that up. If you want to write three, four, five blog posts a week, WordPress makes it really easy to do that. Now, if you're a bigger organization, you have a publishing flow where you have editors and administrators and stuff like that. You can also do that too. Again, that's the beauty of the flexibility of WordPress is it does what you want it to, whether it's as simple as, hey, I work for a little marketing firm and I wear all the hats. And so I've got to find the imagery. I've got to get the content up and I've got to push publish. Great. Or if you're in a 500-person organization where you're a content writer and you've got an editor that actually needs to approve everything that goes through, it can do that too. So it's got a really wide variety of flexibility there. But the beauty is whether it's writing a blog post or let's say the owner came in, 
you're working at this little marketing agency and the other came in and he decided this week we are going to completely rebrand. We are no longer doing marketing for communications companies. We're now going to do healthcare, all healthcare, all the time. Well, traditionally that would require you to get a developer involved, get someone to come in and completely overhaul your website. Well, the nice thing about WordPress is as a marketer, you could go in, swap out some imagery, swap out some content, maybe change a couple colors up and now you've got a marketing firm that's focused on healthcare. healthcare instead of communications. And it's funny because when I think of WordPress, I think of like my college classes and how everything that we had to do, because I was in journalism school. So then it would be, okay, start your own blog. And then all of it was just WordPress. But then, you know, as I started working at a website design and development company like AmericanEagle.com, then you learn that WordPress is actually, you know, so much more. And yeah. there's all of these different things that you can actually do besides just as a marketer myself. Besides, you know, writing and editing my blog, there are developers who can be involved and create this entire new website that I didn't even know was possible. You asked about popularity. One of the things that's made it popular is every college does that. Everyone who's <laughs> gone through journalism school and has done this sort of stuff practiced on a WordPress blog. Yeah. And so a lot of people are coming out of school with experience in WordPress. And so oftentimes what we see with the projects that come down the pipe on our team is people are explicitly saying, we want to work on WordPress. Oftentimes it's the marketers pushing this, not the IT department. And they're saying, this is what we're comfortable with. This is how we want to work. We want to own updating the website. We don't want IT to have to be involved. And that's what WordPress ultimately does is it frees you up to have marketers like yourself yeah. um, or someone like me. I'm not technical. I can still build out what I need to on a website without having to get other folks involved. However, again, I feel like I keep downplaying the developer involvement here. The devs listening to this are going to absolutely kill me oh. when I hear this. Um, <laughs> We're not downplaying you developers and programmers. We love you. <laughs> the beauty of WordPress is it is so flexible that when you get developers involved, you can really make it into whatever you want. And that's what you see in a lot of the enterprise engagements is heavy developer involvement to fashion WordPress in a way that works for them. Yeah, and I think we just keep going back to how flexible it is. You know, it really is a platform for so many different kinds of companies, no matter, you know, the size or the industry. Absolutely. I think one of the things that we've seen is if you were to ask, like, what does a typical WordPress customer look like? You kind of shrug your shoulders and go, it's everybody, right? Yeah. Because we get everyone from the mom and pop company down the street to the kind of mid-level 50 to 100 employees to absolutely massive enterprise engagements that are spending millions of dollars to build out a WordPress site. And I think up until not recently, but within the past, say, five years, give or take, there was less of a focus on enterprises WordPress. And I think WordPress has done a great job of building itself out and opening itself up to those enterprise spaces so that it is really available for the largest companies in the world or the smallest companies in the world to use. And it's all dependent on the resources that you have, what you want to put into it and, and how you want to work with it. So bringing it back to the benefits of WordPress and kind of why would people choose it as their platform? We talked a lot about flexibility and the ability for different size companies to use it. But can we talk about costs? It is open source. So with open source, what does that mean for cost? Yeah. So obviously WordPress is free. You can go download it right now and start working on it. If you want to host it on a website, you have to pay for the hosting for it. But the reality is, is that there is no cost to get started with it. Now, obviously that sets it apart from a lot of the big enterprise web building and CMS platforms, right? Sitecore, Sitefinity, some of those have oftentimes very large licensing costs associated with them. What's great about WordPress is you start off in a completely free arena. Now, one thing to keep in mind is that's fantastic for your typical like small mom and pop 
shop or yeah. even your mid-level organization. When you head towards enterprise, though, there is a whole group of organizations that surround WordPress that can help build WordPress up into that enterprise level offering. And so the cost is offset with the licensing by paying for some of these third parties that help support things like asset management or user management, groups that help with things like search. They can help with things like data management, all sorts of items around what makes WordPress enterprise can ultimately be supported by third parties. And so while you don't have the licensing cost, you trade that off for best in class partners that are going to help you get to that enterprise place. Whereas with uh, like a Sitecore or Sitefinity, you pay the licensing cost and everything is encapsulated in that piece. I mean, I've noticed just going through and writing case studies on different projects that we've completed in different sites have launched a lot of the reasonings for these big companies even smaller mid-sized companies that they're transitioning to WordPress is because they want something more cost effective. Yeah. Like they're finding out that, you know, what they're paying right now is not exactly giving them what they want. And then they didn't even realize that WordPress could be an option for them and give them everything that they need to achieve their business goals and objectives. Absolutely. And I think 10 years ago, even five years ago, the functionality discrepancy between all of the different uh, web platforms like you chose one platform because of the functions that it had or the features that it had. I, I think we're kind of past that at this point. I think most platforms basically do the same stuff. And so the question is, okay, what benefit does a Sitecore or Sitefinity give me that a WordPress doesn't? There are definitely strengths there and definitely positives there, but it's understanding your project and understanding, do I need those things and do I need to pay the premium for those things? Will a WordPress fit my organization a little better? Yeah, absolutely. So are there any other benefits that we haven't touched upon? I mean, I, we've kind of danced around it, but the reality mm -hmm. is, is that WordPress is probably the best CMS in the world right now. I realize I'm probably a little bit biased in saying that um, <laughs> because I work on the WordPress team on WordPress projects for enterprise clients that specifically ask for WordPress. So Subtle WordPress plug. I mean, maybe you should go out and do WordPress, but <laughs> there, there are other CMSs like Contentful or that are just dedicated CMSs. But I honestly can't think of another... CMS or web platform that does content management as well as WordPress does. It's so good that the Gutenberg block editor, which was hated when it first started, <laughs> has become so popular that it, it's now being used on Drupal. Drupal actually uses the WordPress content editor, Gutenberg, for building out blocks. And so I think that's just one small example of the ways in which WordPress has really developed into, again, I think the best CMS on the market right now. Can you remind me again what the Gutenberg editor enables you to do? Yeah. You said you can write content right inside there so you don't have to write it, you know, say in a Word document and then copy and paste it. But what other kind of stuff does it allow you to do? Yeah, so the beauty of Gutenberg is it moved from kind of the classic design where you would just plop content onto a page into a more componentized or block built design. We'll use the term oftentimes UI component to describe what we're talking about here. What a UI component is, is a discrete component uh, that can be used anywhere across the site. So that might be something like a header or an image block or even a slider. And the idea is, is with Gutenberg, you have all these different components that you piece together. And what's cool about that is you can then group those components together if you use them often. So let's say the classic like marketing blog Z of image text, text image, image yeah. text, right? I mean, mm -hmm. every marketing blog ever has had <laughs> that set up, right? And so what you can do with Gutenberg is you can take all those components, build out that block, and then reuse that Z anywhere you want to on your site. So you've built it out once. Obviously, you're going to build out the content unique every time. But the idea is, is that because you have this componentized block-based design, you can 
reuse those blocks anywhere else in the site, which gives you major consistency. It gives you brand yeah. consistency. It gives you the same kind of visual language across the site. And then ultimately, it puts you in this place where you're not having to create a bespoke page every time you want to update something. You've got your templates. You've got these patterns that you're using. You decide which patterns work best for you, and then you use Gutenberg to do that. It also does allow things like drag and dropping and moving content yeah. around on the page. So it's not the kind of like old difficult process I think a lot of people have in mind when they may have experienced Gutenberg two or three years ago. What is the term? There's an acronym like WYSIWYG. Yeah. Is that still around? Is that a thing? Yeah. So Gutenberg might be the mixture of like a WYSIWYG and a block editor. So the worst of block editors, people imagine this thing where you get stuck into a system of like, it's very limited. It's very locked down. And I just put content in this box and that's it. Yeah. And a WYSIWYG is kind of free form. Here's an open box. Just put everything in there. Gutenberg is kind of a nice mix of the two of I can inline edit stuff in these blocks like a WYSIWYG, but I also have blocks that I can reuse. So it's not just one or the other. It's almost an amalgamation of the two. And I think one of the things, too, with this Gutenberg editor is that it really from, you know, the bottom line is that it saves us time. We're all extremely busy. We all have a ton of things to do. You know, writers, editors, even, you know, someone who just works on the back end of things. It really saves us a ton of time because we're very busy in our days and we're doing a ton of things. So I think that's a major benefit. I think that's why a lot of people like it. It's really fast to get content up. It's really easy to update. It's really easy to edit. And seems easy to learn as well. Super easy to learn. Yeah. Again, most people pick it up in college. And if you didn't pick it up in college, you can watch a few YouTube videos um, <laughs> or come to AmericanEagle.com and we'll help teach you. Um, but we'll <laughs> give you a couple of YouTube videos and you basically got it. I mean, it's the sort of thing that is incredibly easy and intuitive to learn. And then the tech gets out of the way and it's all about enabling you to do the marketing stuff you yeah. need to do. Like you shouldn't be thinking about the technology when you're trying to write a blog post or update your website, right? You don't want to have to think about, all right, where does this code go here and where do I put this? Put all that stuff to the side and just build out a website. Awesome. Wow. I almost want to start looking at WordPress right now. I mean, I think you need to go home tonight and just start working on your own website. I think that's what we're learning from this. Put my college skills to the test. Exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about who uses WordPress. We've talked a lot about small businesses to medium-sized businesses to even enterprise. No. So we know everyone uses it, but let's get more into the weeds of who uses WordPress. Yeah, I mean, you kind of stole my thunder, but it's everyone. Like, literally <laughs> everyone uses WordPress. I think the stat that WordPress.org uses is 43% of the web wow. runs WordPress, which is incredible when you think about that as just, like, massive market share. And Matt Mullenweg, one of the founders of WordPress, has said that he wants to see over 80% of the internet on WordPress, which has gotten both positive and negative reactions. I was reactions. saying, that's some, quite some big aspirations there, but hey, dream big. <laughs> I mean, the reality is that it really did go from, like, kind of hobby blogs to a major web platform. And so when we ask who uses it, it is really everybody. So we've got, again, your little kind of mom and pop shops. Like I think if you go to any kind of local town and you look for your local plumber, they've probably got a WordPress site. If, if they have a website, it's probably a WordPress site. Right? Yeah. Um, because they're, their nephew built it for them. Yeah. Or, or, right? Someone's cousin was, was in the business. For their and, college final project. No, exactly. <laughs> but you'll see a lot of marketing agencies like to use WordPress. I think it's kind of a sign that they're savvy that they are able to use WordPress. You'll see a lot of media companies use it. It's fantastic for news organizations. And so that's why groups like 538, Nate Silver's blog uses that. CBS actually runs their wow. stuff on it. And then when you think of like mega organizations like Disney, 
Disney runs on WordPress. No way. The White House runs on WordPress. Rolling Stone, Vogue. One of my favorites, though, is so Adobe obviously is a big tech player, right? Yeah. They have their own web platform. They run their blogs on WordPress. <laughs> <laughs> Seems different, I guess. Okay. I mean, the reality is, is it has something for everyone. If you want to do e-commerce, WordPress has WooCommerce, which is probably the most popular plugin for WordPress, maybe behind Yoast. If you want to think about most popular kind of tools used with WordPress, Yoast is an SEO plugin that a lot of people use. WooCommerce is right there in your second place. And if anyone's doing e-commerce, they're almost always doing it in WooCommerce on WordPress. And WooCommerce is developed by Automatic, the company that continues to help maintain both the WordPress code base as well as managing WordPress VIP, the uh, enterprise hosting platform as well. E-commerce brands on WordPress just really surprises me. And I think, you know, that goes back to my roots as in college learning WordPress and using it for a blog. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's kind of crazy to me that e-commerce brands are using WordPress. So what we find is a lot of our clients come to us and they'll have an idea where they have a website. It's a basic brochure website. It just has information on it, right? It doesn't have any functionality. And they'll say, hey, we actually do offer some products. We want to go e-commerce. WooCommerce is a great way to do that because it's free, right? Just like WordPress, it's completely free to use. And it has all of the basic stuff you would need to today start taking in e-commerce orders. It integrates with all the major payment processors. People have a kind of typical cart flow and checkout. You have automated follow-up emails, give people information about their orders. Really the hardest part, it's funny because we talk to these people and they think the technology is going to be the hardest part. And we're like, no, no, it's your operations. You have to yeah. figure out how you're actually going to mail all this stuff out. Like, how are you going to get that box to somebody? Yeah. But from a technology standpoint, WooCommerce with WordPress has made it really easy to do e-commerce. This might be a very random question, but can websites that aren't hosted on WordPress use WooCommerce? Or yeah, is that so, strictly for WordPress? So when we talk about WordPress, WordPress is actually the web platform, but it can be hosted anywhere. Anywhere? Okay. So you can host it on WordPress VIP, which is the enterprise level hosting. We obviously do hosting with WP Engine as well. They're one of our partners and they do fantastic hosting. But if you want to take one of your computers at home and throw WordPress on it and start hosting your WordPress website from your home, from your living room, you can do that. Another popular way to spin up WordPress sites has been using things like AWS or oh, other yeah. uh, virtual mm -hmm. private servers in order to very easily spin up an environment that you can build a WordPress website on. Interesting. So you really can't host it anywhere. One of the many wonders of WordPress. Yeah, I mean, what's cool is when we see our clients come in, I can think of a couple clients that have come in with very specific e-commerce needs. They need an e-commerce flow to work a very specific way. It needs to function in a very particular way. And through our amazing developer resources, we've been able to take WooCommerce and WordPress and build out incredibly effective e-commerce sites that were more effective than the previous hundreds of thousands of dollars licensed e-commerce platforms they were on previously. Wow, that's crazy. So I think one of the things that our listeners will be eager to find out is what is the difference between wordpress.com and wordpress.org? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I think it's probably one of the largest points of confusion when you talk about WordPress. You've talked about hosting on WordPress. So WordPress VIP is a hosting platform and that's associated with wordpress.com. So okay. wordpress.com is the kind of commercial side of WordPress where you can go to have your stuff hosted. It's connected with WordPress VIP and a development team called Automatic. WordPress.org is the open source platform 
that the WordPress web platform is being developed alongside. Okay. So typically, when people talk about WordPress, they're talking about WordPress.org, this free open source tool that anyone can contribute to, anyone can be a part of, anyone can use anywhere. When I talked about hosting it out of your basement or out yeah. of your living room, like <laughs> that's what we're talking about. But then there is this whole other side WordPress.com through automatic WordPress VIP that will help you with hosting and all the other stuff that goes around building a WordPress website. So when you talk about WordPress, typically people are talking about WordPress.org. Okay. Um, but that is an important distinction to make because I think sometimes people will go, oh, well, I'm going to go to WordPress, WordPress.com, and they'll see, hey, there's a cost with this. I thought this was free. Yeah, so yeah. just to help people understand again, WordPress.com, great. They do hosting. They're connected to VIP and automatic. Fantastic. WordPress.org is the core open source platform that everyone's contributing to and, and doing stuff with. Awesome. Thanks for clarifying that. I know I was a little bit confused and I'm sure there was other people confused yeah. about that as well. I mean, I've definitely been confused about that in the yeah. past too. So. <laughs> so why would, I know we talked a little bit about it earlier and just the benefits of it, but really what pushes someone to choose it as their platform? Yeah. I think a lot of people come to us asking for it because they know that it enables them to take control of their website. Again, 10 years ago, if you wanted to build a website, you had to have a background in technology and you need an IT team to kind of get involved in that. WordPress has really democratized the ability for people to have their own website. And so I think one thing that makes people want to choose their platforms is marketers get their marketing budget and they come to American Eagle and they go, hey, we want to own our website. Like we want to be the ones making content updates. We want to be the ones keeping everything up to date. We don't want IT involved anymore. Like how do we do this? And and I think WordPress is the answer to that. So I think that's one of the answers. I think another one is I may have hinted at the fact that it's the best CMS in the world, um, <laughs> but I just want to reiterate people choose WordPress because it's the best CMS in the world. I mean, 43% of the web uses it because it's really yeah. easy and awesome to use. It is just a joy to get in there and edit content in there. I don't think you will find many people who get excited about their content management experience on other platforms. <laughs> That's not a particularly big selling point for a lot of them. I think another big thing, we haven't really talked too much about the performance of WordPress. Yeah, let's talk performance. People choose WordPress because it's incredibly performant. And when I say performant, what I mean by that is the sites are fast. Core WordPress produces very clean code. And it is fantastic as a result of those things for SEO. So for example, if you take an out-of-the-box WordPress site, and you build it out, you're going to get great Google Lighthouse scores. And as a result, Google's really going to like your site. And as a result, you're going to bump up the rankings compared to other websites that may be on a multi-million dollar platform, but their code and the way their site is structured is not conducive to performance or to SEO. And so WordPress has really built itself around being incredibly clean, incredibly streamlined. The sites load very quickly. And as a result, Google and most search engines love WordPress. Yeah, I was going to say, those are all things that check all of Google's SEO boxes, basically. Yeah, so one of the things that we'll do oftentimes when clients come to us and they go, well, well what about WordPress performance? Like, I want it to be fast. We'll take a clean WordPress website and we'll stand it up and we will just run it through the Lighthouse scores. And it's like 98, 98, 98. It's all green across yeah. the board. And then depending on how sold they are, we'll bring up, the performance for their website. And that usually ends the, that conversation pretty quickly because <laughs> the reality is, is that WordPress out of the box, the, the core implementation of WordPress is really fast. It's really streamlined. It does all this stuff really well. Where you'll hear people complain about it is because it's so flexible, you can turn it into a slow, monotonous... By doing, you know, adding all the bells and whistles here and there and then maybe 
it's not as fast as it was. If you have folks that don't know how to develop WordPress well, they will take what is a great flexible platform and they'll just mar it with all of the other stuff that gets in there. The functionality can be built out in a really effective and streamlined way, but you need the right people to do that. And I think that's one of the things that we've done really well here at American Eagle is we've put together a team of people who know how to build out complex functionality from very basic stuff to incredibly high enterprise stuff while keeping that performance. One of the things that people ask is, well, why don't we just use a plugin for this? Let's just grab this plugin. And that's one of the popularities of WordPress, right? You can grab plugins, yeah. throw them on your site. Mm -hmm. The reality is every time you do that, you have a potential performance hit or a potential security issue or a potential support issue where six months down the line, that's not working. One of the beauties of the way American Eagle does WordPress is we build out these sites from the ground up for what the client needs. And we build it in such a way that's leveraging the core competencies of WordPress instead of amalgamating it into something it was never meant to be. All of these things are wonderful and WordPress really does sound great and there's reasons why 43% of the world's websites are hosted on it or use this as a CMS, whatever. Yep. I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second and I want to know why or what are some instances where WordPress isn't a good platform for a company? Yeah, so I think whenever you have a company that has very specific technical requirements or technical needs. When I think about companies that WordPress wouldn't be a great fit for, I think about really large enterprise engagements where the core tenants of WordPress, that kind of open source thing, are less of a concern or less of a salient point. And the bigger issue there is that you want something that performs a very specific software role for what you need to do. So for example, if you're writing millions of records to a database in real time, WordPress may not be the right platform for that. Now, it may be a great front end yeah. for that or a great back end for managing that content, but you may want that sort of heavy lifting to live somewhere else. So without getting too like technically heavy, I think there are definitely circumstances in which WordPress is not the right opportunity. But again, what we're seeing with WordPress is it's less about it as a web platform just itself, but it almost comes into the stack alongside of other yeah. things. So mm -hmm. even if you go, hey, that's not a great fit for WordPress, it might still be the content management system that you decide to use alongside some of those other heavy lifting pieces. Yeah, it seems like there's definitely components of it that you could use, even if it wasn't right for everything. Exactly. And so I think that's what people are finding is that WordPress has its core competencies and it's incredibly flexible in what it does. And in those areas where it doesn't shine, there are a lot of great third-party partners that can help provide those offerings or those opportunities while keeping the core of what you love about WordPress, which is the CMS. From a marketing standpoint, have you ever ran into, you know, in all of your experience with WordPress, have you ran into some any challenges that marketers themselves would run into while using the platform? Yeah. So I think the biggest one is around SEO. And the reason for that is not anything particular to WordPress. In fact, almost exactly the opposite. WordPress exposes so much SEO value and content and ability that you can really screw up your SEO. Yeah, your you strategy needs to be on lock, I think. Yeah, you really have to know what you're doing because WordPress gives you the complete flexibility to manage all of your SEO. I mean, Yoast, as I mentioned previously, is a fantastic SEO plugin and does absolutely great stuff. But you have to know how to use it and, yeah. and how to manage that stuff. And so I think one of the pieces that it forces is it forces people to really know what they're doing, understand what their SEO strategy is, 
and really focus on that particularly. WordPress is great for that, but it also enables you to kind of fall flat on your face yeah. if, you, uh, <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing. So Landon, we've talked all about, you know, the positives of WordPress, all of the strengths. And I just want to let everyone out there who's listening to us right now know that if they need help with their WordPress website, with any of it, you know, you're their guy. Give us a call. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a fantastic team. Whether you've got enterprise WordPress that you need to tackle or whether you have a because it's just regular WordPress site. You want to spin up an e-commerce thing. We're around to help. I know I learned a lot today about WordPress and I'm sure our listeners did as well. So thank you very much for being here today. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me, Taylor. Yep, no problem. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for listening to Modern Marketing Messages. For more information about the topics discussed today, check out the description of this episode. If you like this episode, follow the podcast wherever you listen to them and stay up to date with us. While you're at it, Give us a rating and share this podcast with others. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Modern Marketing Messages. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios. I'm Taylor Card, and I'll be back with another Modern Marketing Message. <laughs>